0: Today on Laura Lynn and Friends. And created by Ted Turner, the same Ted Turner that created the Georgia Guidestones, the same Ted Turner who had the you know, spiritual advisor mentor by the name of Alice Bailey, who uh, started the Lucifer Publishing Company. Ted Turner, this organization CNN. called the Nuclear Threat Initiative funded Ted Turner. He started uh, CNN. Uh, he's also, this organization called the Nuclear Threat Initiative is also funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And they predicted, they prophesied, and they planned that the monkeypox outbreak would be would start beginning on May 15th of 2022.
1: And I will be your host, and we will enjoy every second of going through it together. I don't know if it's the last days. We'll see. Sometimes I think we've got a lot more years. Uh, uh, an elderly lady recently, she's a great friend. Uh, she's in her late 70s, and she said, I think the Lord is returning very soon. And I'm like, well, I don't know if it's a good idea. And she said, why? And I said, because a lot of people are going to end up going to hell because they are acting pretty badly right now and they have not yet repented. So we should give them a little bit more time. I think it's very generous of me, uh, considering that some of these people are despicable, like uh, Dr. Teresa Tam in our country who has absolutely deceived a nation and has caused thousands and thousands of deaths. And now people cannot get medical treatment because they are not jabbed in Canada. They cannot get funding in some cases because they are not jabbed. I think that that is a pretty offensive thing. And it's something that we're dealing with worldwide. Good thing is, uh, Pastor Art Palowski is out of jail. He's almost out of house arrest. We'll see what his next court date brings. Um, It's sad that a country will traumatize and put under persecution a man who feeds the hungry in the snow during COVID. Wow, that's where we really are. So there is somebody that is a real hero to me and that's because he is fighting for America. He's fighting for America to be awakened because of all of the global elites, the crazy people who want us to eat bugs. And yes, I am really proud to say that uh, the largest cricket factory is going up in Montreal, Canada. We're thrilled and we cannot wait to eat crickets. I'm so excited. Uh, But yeah, no, they probably will not be getting any funds any funds from myself or anyone that we know. We will not eat your protein bars. We will not eat your protein shakes. We won't be caught dead eating a protein steak that's been slammed together with all kinds of stuff to make it stick together. We're, we're not doing it. No, we are in to good healthy beef. And so in the plight of all of us in North America going through all of this, There is a man who rises from the ashes and he is well connected. God called him to awaken America. He is super fun. And the last time that he was on, it was huge, huge numbers, epic amount of people that wanted to know more about Clay Clark from uh, Reawaken America. Take a look at this latest blurb on him.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this just in. We'll keep this a little secret between you and me and them. And everybody, Whoa. the people that are actually at the tip of the spear working directly with president Trump on a day-to-day basis to save the station. They're all joining us on the reawaken America tour. We have pre- president Donald J. Trump's chief of staff, like Kash Patel. We've got Peter Navarro who's joined us on the tour. We have general Michael Flynn. We have Eric Trump, the people actually working at the tip of the spear with president Donald J. Trump to save America are joining us on the reawaken America tour. If word of this gets out, if the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud, and mainstream media gets out, it may just save the nation. And now the final three Reawaken America tour locations have been announced. We're taking the Reawaken America tour to Rochester, New York on August 12th and 13th. And then we are taking the Reawaken America tour to the Washington-Idaho border. On September 16th and 17th, yes, we are taking the Reawaken America Tour to the Washington State and Idaho border. And finally, last but not least, our final Reawaken America Tour location will be in Pennsylvania during the month of October. Request your tickets today at time2freeamerica.com. Again, it's time2freeamerica.com.
1: How are you doing? I, I see you've got a, a sidekick there as well named Aaron. Well,
0: Aaron. Aaron uh, not only kicks me from the side, but he also helps run the <laughs> Reawaken America uh, tour uh, events here. Uh, you know, when, when you do the Reawaken America tour, when we go to a city, uh, what we have to do is we have to get uh, porta-potties, uh, massive screens, uh, security. There's a lot of the check boxes we have to go through. What Clay's saying is, I'm actually the Prince of Porta Potties. He's the That's Prince of official. the Porta Potties.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
0: Aaron runs Oklahoma's largest home building company or one of Oklahoma's largest home building companies, and uh, um, he asked, "What can I do to help?" And I asked if he could come uh, join me. I think for was it four weeks? I it? Yeah, you said four to six weeks. Four to six weeks uh, to stop the spread of two, communism. Two two years ago. Two years ago, and oh, here we are. I used some Fauciism on him. That's true. And so we're here uh, in this, Aaron Antis. I'm Clay Clark.
1: That's fantastic. Uh, Clay, we just thank you and Aaron for all that you're doing. I've been to now a couple of your events, and they are spectacular. It leaves one breathless and moved to, to the soul, and it also brings a lot of hope. So, what do you think about what's going on? Uh, I'm looking at America right now. You're the closest to war you've ever been. Uh, China is not happy right now with Nancy Pelosi. And you've got a whole bunch of people still fighting, um, you know, the COVID narrative and potential lockdowns in the fall—all kinds of crazy stuff. So, so I, I where are you at with, you. with America?
0: Here's my question. Here, uh, how long am I going to be on here before you kick me off so I can pace myself? Because there's so much. Oh, how, how long you long. You
1: got long? you got a while. Yeah.
0: Okay, Take so let me do this. Here. I'm going to I'm going to try to if I can. Uh, Cover three big ideas and then a whole bunch of details to go around those ideas. So big idea number yeah. one is monkeypox, the monkeypox emergency plus the climate emergency equals last loss of freedom worldwide. So the climate emergency plus the monkeypox emergency equals loss of freedom worldwide. If everybody out there that thinks I'm crazy, what I'm gonna do is I challenge everyone to go to time2freeamerica.com. And as I pull this up, uh, if you go to time2freeamerica.com, folks, time2freeamerica.com, and you click on the monkeypox button, you can see there's a document that was prepared uh, by the Nuclear Threat Initiative. This organization was funded and created by Ted Turner, the same Ted Turner that created the Georgia Guidestones, the same Ted Turner who had the you know spiritual advisor mentor by the name of Alice Bailey who uh, started the Lucifer Publishing Company. Ted Turner, this organization CNN. called the Nuclear Threat Initiative, funded Ted Turner. He started uh, CNN. Uh, he's all, this organization called the Nuclear Threat Initiative is also funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Right. And they predicted, they prophesied, and they planned that the monkeypox outbreak would, be, would start beginning on May 15th of 2022. So, Aaron Antis, the question I would have for you, yeah. what is the statistical probability that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funded Nuclear Threat Initiative would be able to accurately prophesy, predict, or plan, or guess that the monkeypox outbreak would begin on May 15th of 2022 when they guessed 15 months before it happened.
2: I'm going to say one in a billion. I think that's probably about
0: that's it. That's uh, probably it then. Yeah, okay. Like All right, so then the next thing you have is that you have the, this climate emergency. And uh, Chuck Schumer, for anybody out there that who's in Canada, if you don't know who Chuck Schumer is, uh, Chuck Schumer smirks we a lot. We he openly taunt, taunts people he know and and he he represents america and the way that trudeau represents canada he doesn't okay but he schumer's there and he's his title is the senate majority leader and on january 26th i'm going to write this down january 26th of 2021 he said this out loud during an interview about climate emergency
3: i think it might be a good idea for president biden to call a climate emergency Hmm. why (laughs) because then he can it relates to what you're saying then he can do many, many things under the emergency powers of the president that wouldn't have to go through, that he could do without legislation.
0: So he said this, you know, again, we're talking January of 2021. Yeah. He said this out loud. Like 17 months ahead. 15 months before the monkeypox outbreak began. uh, You have the Nuclear Threat Initiative predicting it and planning it. And I've been telling Aaron this for at least, I think, 120 days. But monkeypox, I'm saying they're gonna they're going to call it, and they're going to say it's related to climate. You literally were talking about
2: this before anybody was talking about it, and I initially I was like, "What? You got where, calm where, down, where buddy? Is this from?" And then you were like, showed me these documents you had had for all these months, and
0: I'm like, "Wow." So this is the uh, this is the mainstream media reporting on this. They're they're trying to tie climate change to monkeypox and monkeypox to climate change. The World Health Organization is warning that new outbreaks of monkeypox and Lassa fever may be linked to climate change. Okay, so we need to understand there again, I think I've clarified that. But monkeypox emergency plus the climate emergency equals total loss of sovereignty. And so I know it's a lot of information, but I have a clip here of what's going to happen in uh, America, which I believe would affect the whole world. in the event that the World Health Organization uh, signs this new pandemic treaty that has been uh, revised back and forth, there's a draft copy everyone can read right now by going to time2freeamerica.com and you click on the World Health Organization button. You just go, boop, you click it, and then you download it, and then you can read it. Okay, so let me just, you click it, boop, you download it, boop. You read it. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, wow. that's, how, that's, how, that's that read. how it all sounds. Right? Yeah, but you, after you finish reading it, though, you're going to feel like, oh. <laughs> okay, so let me read it to you. This is here. This I mean, it's Bill pretty roughly. Here we go. Uncensored, unafraid, and unstoppable. July twenty second, 2022. Welcome to the Stu Peter Show. My name is Stu. Well, the world took a big step, a massive step,
3: toward the Great Reset yesterday. The World Health Organization concluded the second meeting of its new intergovernmental negotiating body. This panel, the INB, is drafting a so-called pandemic treaty. Oh. And after this week's meeting they announced openly what their plan for that treaty is it's not going to be a set of guidelines it's not going to be a statement
0: of intentions no the representatives at who said that they want this pandemic treaty to be legally binding on every who member country and if that's what they do then when this treaty arrives goodbye constitution so
3: long bill of rights
0: okay uh that's encouraging that's a lot and then Alex Jones, final clip I have, and then we can kind of get some more questions here. Alex Jones, who I'm going to be filling in for a lot in the coming weeks and months. Uh, the InfoWars folks have asked if I can you know, host or, or fill in for Alex in the coming months. So I'll be on his hosting his show three hours a day on top of what we're already doing because uh, we want to stand with Alex and Owen and show our support. Th- support th- they've been doing this for so long. So we'll be filling in. General Flynn and I will be hosting uh, on Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Central. If you'd like to tune in and listen there on uh, InfoWars. Uh, but anyway, let me hit play here. This is Alex Jones explaining what happens once Biden declares an official climate emergency. Emer- emergency.
4: Biden said, I'm already planning a climate emergency by executive order. That Now, means-
0: people want to read this. I get it. So what you want to do is go to time to free America.com, Click on the World Health Organization button and you can read this document called the climate president's emergency powers. You can read along. It's here.
4: Tutorial order. And he said in a few weeks, we'll make the announcement he hasn't had the press conference yet but i have right here my little pause a document before the show i only had time to read half of it it just came out an hour ago and it is devastating the document it's 50 something pages long but when you go to page four, I just got a massive chill. Woo! When you <laughs> when you read page four, baby. I've read it. You know you're not in Kansas anymore, and you're sure as hell not in a free planet. Stop all oil and gas drilling. Stop all energy exports. That alone will put us into a depression the likes of which you've never seen. The climate. President's emergency powers, that's the, the front page of this, his emergency powers were in a climate emergency and all the old executive orders and all the martial law preparation that we warned you about is cited in here and cited in the new NDAA legislation. They tried to pass last year as well, they're trying to pass this year to make the presidency a dictatorship with total domestic control but when you go to page four of this an executive summary over a shot. Halt crude oil exports, totally banned. Stop oil and gas drilling in the outer continental shelf. Restrict international trade and private investment in fossil fuels. That's sanctions where you can't invest in it. Grow domestic manufacturing for clean energy and transportation to speed the nationwide transition off fossil fuels. They did this in Spain, they did this in Sri Lanka, they never transitioned, it's not designed. It collapses society, it's the carbon lockdown.
0: There it is, the carbon lockdown. So that's where this all takes us.
1: It's devastating. Um, Yep, this is what's happening. I I hear you And, and it's happening around the world and that's why we have so many people protesting. It's happening in Canada as well. They've all gotten on the same page again, Clay.
0: And I and I and I am not trying to discourage anybody at all. I just want to be clear with facts. I'm a big fact guy. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to cite a bunch of facts. I want everyone to wrestle with what I'm saying. Aaron, what I'm going to do, we'll kind of tee it up here. Get, 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 we're getting kind of a good flow here. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is we're going to go rapid fire. And when okay. I get, cite these facts, I encourage everyone to pause the show, take notes. We're going to get into it. And I'm not going to discourage, but I'm going to share a fact, and I'm going to let Aaron react to it. We're going to go 90 miles an hour, okay? Right. So first off, Revelation uh, 16, 12 from the Bible. The Bible, the Revelation uh, chapter 16, verse 12 says, And the sixth angel poured out his violent upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, and the way of the king of the east might be prepared. Uh, be clear here, folks. The book Revelation was written by John. It was inspired by God who appeared to John via an open vision. It's the end of the Bible. A lot of people say, well, uh, we win in the end Woo! Christians say we win in the end brother yeah Woo! pass the day quill because we win in the end i'm like <laughs> i don't understand why how this relates to day quill but whatever it is i got a head cold to but i stop. win in the end okay listen to this
5: the euphrates has been the cradle of civilization in west asia the river has been the lifeline for millions in iraq and syria for thousands
1: of years But now it has sunk to a historic
0: low. Okay, the Euphrates River is drying up the Euphrates. Uh, Aaron? uh, So (laughs) here's the thing.
2: Russia, a lot of people think Magog in Revelation is Russia. And Sir Gog is Russia. And the kings of the east coming across the Euphrates, a lot of people think this opens up the way. The Euphrates River has was from the book of Genesis was a river. So now oh, we're yeah. talking over all this time. Raging, rushing river. Yeah, you would plentiful. never have been able to come across this river, but the Battle of Armageddon, I mean, all of the that. Birthplace
0: can, yeah. of li- the birthplace yeah. of civilization began. The Eu- the Tigris, the Euphrates. Well, yeah. Mesopotamia, the whole deal of river I mean, balance. there
2: is an exciting part to this thing. Oh, yeah. Thing. And the exciting part is that, you know, for every reference to the first coming of Christ in Scripture, yes. there are actually eight references about the second coming. And so, you know, some of this stuff you're like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. But at the same time, it's kind of exciting. Well, pass the
0: day, Quill, because we win in the end. (laughs) Woo! Okay, let's continue. (laughs) Second second thing is. Uh (laughs) Biden signed a two-state agreement with the interim leadership of Jerusalem. And he signed it six hundred and sixty-six days. Uh-oh. After Trump signed the Abraham Accords. Hmm. And this agreement returns Israel to a pre-1967 indefensible border. Indefensible. And he signed it again, folks. He signed this. Joe Biden signed the Jerusalem Declaration on July 14th, 2022. Yep. Which is six hundred and sixty-six days after Trump signed the Abraham Accords on September 15th, 2020. And if if you want to see the video, I I named it properly on Rumble so you can find it really easily. You just go to Rumble, you type in 666 and click 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 enter. Boom. Yeah, there's there it is. So you can see it right there. Uh Aaron, any thoughts? You went to Bible college. I mean, here's the thing. This whole concept of the indefensible
2: border sort of sets up Israel for this whole, you know, end time drama of them having to have this treaty between uh, the seven neighbors around them, you know, at the end. So I think that there you've got two puppet leaders. You've got, you know, America with its puppet and you've got Israel with its puppet. And they're sort of setting up this thing that
0: isn't well, past the day, yeah, Quill, because we win in so, the end. Yeah. Woo! Okay, let's continue. All right. All right so why is the World Economic Forum? People say, why are you so excited right now? Uh, something happens when you've had enough Dayquil to kill a small cat or a small goat. That's you What you, you, you want to do, if you if you have a head cold and you have to do 40 interviews or you want to do or you choose to do 40 interviews in a week. Which you do. Then you you have to sip. You, you sip, but at, at a certain point, you reach what I would call the euphoric zone where you, where you lose feeling <laughs> in your ma- right how hand. Many, how many bottles? Does it take to get to the euphoria? I'm just curious. Are these both? No, from like, I honestly, I'm probably in it's like Tuesday. I'm in got, two like, servings today, you know, but you just you can't get the snipples on and the show. Do you show. consider
2: this to be a serving?
0: I mean, this whole- No, model? no. Okay, now let's continue. So the World Economic Forum, their, their logo is 666. Yeah. Now they're located, the World Economic Forum is located 6.66 miles away from CERN. Think about that. But Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, this guy who controls Trudeau up there in Canada, this guy, the logo of his organization is a 666. Is that concerning, or have I had too much DayQuil? I
2: think that's concerning. Okay. I, mean, you know, I don't set up my logo is 666 because that's not like the I don't feel like I'm yelling. I just
0: it. feel like that's something mm. I'm passionate about. I mean, I mean, if anybody else, imagine that your show, you got a great logo for your show. Imagine you said, welcome on the, onto my show. And before we hop on my show, I'd like to show you my logo. And it cues up the patriotic music. and Now, all of a sudden, you see the six and the six. Number it, of the beast. Number yeah. of the beast. Here to Ooh. talk about I mean, I would be a little concerned, okay? That's what they do at every <laughs> meeting. It's on every website, every so print true. piece. Come on now. So true. The goat head. The goat head. Now, CERN, their logo is 666. Mm-hmm. And in front of CERN, they have a statue of the God of Sheba in front of CERN. Not good. Now, if you haven't read Revelation nine eleven for a while, now by the way, I've, I've started reading Revelation out loud the last two years, mm. and sometimes I just shout it when I say it because it wakes me up. A lot of times, we gotta get excited about the Word of God. I'm being Amen. serious, That's and true. it says, "And they had a king over them." Revelation nine eleven. They had a king over them, which is which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. Hello, hello, is this on? Folks, CERN is located on top of the former temple of Apollyon. Mm. That's where they're located. Uh, Well, you know, they say location,
2: location, location. And their logo is
0: 666. That's not good. (laughs) They're like, hey, boss, uh, excuse me, mister, think about the folks at CERN. I'd like to talk to the director of CERN. I was just thinking, since our logo is 666, and since we have an abundance of goat heads when we do our opening ceremonies, and since we've got the uh, logo out here for Shiva, the god of destruction, could we go ahead and just try to isolate the god particle well, and recreate hey. the Big Bang? And they probably
2: were like calling a realtor, going, hey, uh, you know, just from a location standpoint. We want to point, be right on top, like of, the to on top of, of, the of the former Polygon. temple of Apollyon. Do we, you have anything? We want to conjure
0: that up. <laughs> yeah. What? That's a little weird. Even Stephen Hawking said if they are successful at CERN, they could end humanity. And someone says, he didn't say that. Look this up, folks. Type in Hawking, CNET. Here you go this is the actual phrase to type in type it in stephen hawking god particle could wipe out the universe
2: that is right here on scene
0: on scene come on man okay let's continue now now the word corona is six 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 this is the baffling part to me about christianity i have had a real hard time with christians this year i've had such a hard time jesus grant me the peace to deal with this i i'm serious i am so i am just so blown away by this is what i see all the time i say this is the word corona. It literally equals 666. C is the three, O is the 15, R is the 15th, O is the 15th, N is the 14th, A is the one. Added up at 66. There's six letters. And the logo for the organization leading the Great Reset is 666. Hmm. And Bill Gates has a patent with a publication number W02020. Zero six zero six zero six, which exactly fulfills mechanically the Book of Revelation chapter thirteen verses sixteen through eighteen. Yeah. Uh, again, Bill Gates has a patent for a cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body. In your body. So you can't buy yourself unless you have the technology in your body. Mm. And the patent number is wo two zero two zero zero six zero six zero six. 06 And it goes in your body. Are you talking about the guy you can't buy your
2: who created a software that goes into every single home in America and then allowed it to have viruses that came in so that he could have a virus like yes! company that took care of the virus? Oh, similar to like the.
0: And, 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 the and I see a lot of Christians. And, you know, and we I see a lot of Christians, they look at us similar. and they, they look at me and they go, Brother, I got to be honest with you. I had a pastor. this year. I won't mention the guy's name, but we know who I'm talking about. Did he talk like that? But Listen, this is a real story, though. The real story, this this, this will take us to a dark place, but it's true, okay? Because I'm trying to help people today, okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It says in the Bible that your enemies, I'm going I'm to quote this from the Bible. It says, your enemies shall be in your household. This is Matthew chapter 10. So let's all go to oh, Matthew yeah, chapter good. 10. Let's go there. Someone says, well, I don't critical. read that part of the Bible because I don't want to be negative. It's in the Bible, man. Come on. Okay. So, it says in the Bible, it says here, people, Christians, I'm telling you, we got to wake up. It says, right, this, is, this is big because, again, it's in the Bible. We need to read it. Someone hasn't read it in a while. I get it. Okay. This is uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. It says, Think not that I come to send peace on earth. Whoa. But I came to send, but I came not to send peace, but a sword. Whoa. Did you say S word? How do we know it's not S word? Stop it's a sw- it. Sword. Swords. For I have come to set a man at variance against his father and daughter-in-law against her mother, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foe shall be thy, uh, shall be they of his own household. Hmm. For they that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me, he is not worthy of me. Hmm. And it says, he that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses, loseth his life for my sake shall find it. And I'm just finding all the time people say to me, yeah, but my my cousin was just I can't I t- I can't tell her about what's in the vaccines because she would just get so offended or my daughter would be so offended. Oh. I can tell my husband. I can't and I had a pastor this year. A pastor, oh. a pastor, pulled me aside this year and says, Clay, as a pastor of a church, I want you to know here. I tell you, brother, this is before we did the first one. Uh-huh. You gotta stop talking about this great reset. It's too divisive. Oh. This is a pastor. Oh. And I go, bro, brotown. Uh Matthew chapter ten, it's in there latter half of that, and it tells you what I'm telling you, this would happen. The truth is, I don't care if it's offensive to you. It's true. You still got to share it. But he, we want me to stop. Yeah. came home and told my wife, this guy wants me to stop sharing the truth. He says it's offensive. We continue. Mm. Congress in America is working on legislation called HR 666, which would force everybody to believe that critical race theory is great. Mm. Seriously, it would literally legislate the uh, criminality of thought crime. How'd they pick that number? Then uh, Google, the Google Chrome logo is 666.
2: I've heard that.
0: Congress is working on legislation called HR 6666. It's 466. is HR six. Right now, somebody's six. like,
2: how is the Google Chrome logo that? Go go to Google. You get it. Go to images. Type in Google, Google Chrome, Chrome logo 666, 666,
0: 666. And you'll see. It's uh, crazy. Uh, somebody's going to. You're going to see it. are yeah, well. do get Punch in the face. It'll wake you up. Okay. Then Congress, they're working on legislation called HR 6666, which is legislation that would. using uh, a lot of sixes. Which would force you to take the RNA modifying nanotechnology inside your body. Yeah. Uh, then you've got the United Nations. They put up a Guardian of Nations statue that matches exactly this one's Revelation 13.2.
2: This one's crazy because literally when you read Revelation 13 2, and you look at the picture of the statue,
0: Yeah,
2: it's like somebody was like, here, let me give you this. Yeah. To You just let read this, give this you and a statue that looks exactly like that.
0: Could you pass the guide? Read it to me again. I'm losing the right. vision. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, so I, I'm saying all this to say, and I'm going continue. I'm just going to give you facts mm-hmm. because it's in your face. God is trying to get your attention. That's why he said, look out for the number 666 in That's Revelation right. chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. Yeah. And people, they're like, well, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> Cover my eyes. I don't see it. Just give me the shot. I want to go to the NFL game. I want to go on a cruise. I talked to I talked to a guy the other day. He says, well, the reason why I'm getting the shot is so I can do missions. Like, you literally wow. took the technology that fulfills the mark of the beast to go on missions. That's kind of crazy. I talked to a guy in ministry the other day. He says he's encouraged his family to get the shot so that they can play Division One sports. Even though he knows what's in the shot. I know who you're talking about. It blows that's my crazy. mind.
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Now, okay, let's continue. So 1971, the plan was launched. They lit the fuse. 1971. It's like MacGyver. Where the, did you guys watch MacGyver in Canada? Was MacGyver huge or, or was MacGruber huge in Canada?
1: <laughs> we do. We do.
0: You do? Okay. I was, thought all yeah. they
2: ever did up there is just listening to Justin Bieber. Well, I thought it was
0: all by, by Brian Adams.
1: Yeah.
2: Brian Adams. We I have I sled dogs everybody-
1: and igloos. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. Well, I knew it. I knew it. In 1971, (laughs) America began sacrificing babies to Baal to show we were on board with the plan. If anybody doesn't know what that means, just read Jeremiah chapter 19, verse 5. It talks about it, Jeremiah 19, verse 5. But America began sacrificing babies to Baal, abortion. Uh, abortion. We now sacrifice over 900,000 beautiful babies to Baal every year. Uh, We only lost 400,000 men and women in World War II. I say only because every Six months, we murdered more babies than who, men who died in World War II. That's crazy. Then uh, Klaus Schwab, you know, he started the World Economic Forum in
2: 1971.
0: Also in 70. Uh, America got off the gold standard in 1971. That's God's money. If you're scoring at home, that's a Haggai 2 a 8. Haggai 2 8 mm-hmm. says, The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of Hosts. Okay. Uh, so you have that going for you. In 1971, uh, the Pope finished the audience hall in the shape of a snakehead. And, why, uh, the, why
2: would a Pope make an audience hall in the
0: Well, he wanted to show he was down with Satan. Of it. I mean, it, it, these things all just seem like great coincidence. Could you ma- imagine being the guy who was called by the Pope? Like, hey, the Pope's got you on the phone here. The Pope needs to speak to you, Carl. Want oh, to talk pope? to you about the design. The Pope, the Pope, yeah, y'all got it. Everybody, everybody's quiet. The Pope's calling long distance. This is my shot. Yeah, Pope, what do you want to do? You want to, oh, you want to, oh, snake, yeah, little snake, oh, a sna- little serpentine, little snake, little... Oh, little thing, little, fang, little bend them? Oh, guys, listen. The Pope wants me to make a building in the shape of a snake. No, it's not. Sa- it's not satanic. It's just the shape of a snake. This is the Pope. It's just something we and I are working through. And I don't want anybody to judge me. It's my big project, okay? But it's not just a snake theme. It's not satanic, all right? Uh, what? Yeah. No, and think no, of no. all the people working on that job.
2: Oh my gosh. Did any of them realize it and just go? Where?
0: And then Hillary Clinton always quotes Rules for Radicals. That book was written in 1971. Mm-hmm. And the book starts like this. Can I read it to you, Aaron? Yeah. Oh, I would guess. you please? Lest we forget at least an over-the-shoulder acknowledgement to the very first radical. From our legends, mythology, and history, the first radical known to man who rebelled against the establishment and did it so effectively that he at least won his own kingdom, Lucifer signed saul alinsky ah ah whoa ah, so they d- ah. dedicated the book to lucifer and that's the book that hillary clinton right. quotes all the time
2: well i mean she is kind of the spawn of lucifer so i understand why
0: unbelievable when well, she has a room at the snake building for the pope made probably so i'm just dropping knowledge bombs everywhere but i'm just making sure people understand this i mean we are living through this right now you've all know harari he has announced that the world economic forum wants to change. Laws and times, which is only concerning if you read Daniel chapter 7, verse 25. Mm -hmm. It says, and he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Um, And he'll think to change the times and the laws. Hmm. He literally wants to change the laws. You've all Noah Harari. Uh, He wants to change the times. The the World Economic Forum is trying to introduce a new time period called the Anthropocene. Oh. Can I play a little sound clip of how the Anthropocene ends for the world? Can I share that? Yes. Okay. Okay, here we go. This is this is this, again. They made a documentary about it. Well, by the way, it's a clever name called the Anthropocene. It's
2: a really nice sounding name. What does that mean?
0: It means human controlled gene.
2: Oh, right. It's
0: and it's a it's, it's, it's nice. it, there's a documentary. And uh, let me just play the audio of this. Is first, this is an interview with you all, Noah Harari, explaining uh, to a reporter what the Anthropocene is all about. Oh, I'm
5: sure, it's going to be great. Uh, you have a small elite that uh, pushes things in its own interests, yeah. even if it doesn't benefit the vast majority of the population. Oh, This has happened so many times previously in history, yeah. and it's probably going to happen again.
2: Oh, when?
5: Um, the, one of the biggest dangers yeah. to the planet today is this technological utopia, because probably for the elite, it will work. If bad comes to worst than comes, the flood? The scientists will build a Noah's Ark for the elite, oh. leaving the rest to drown, the Uh-oh. rest of the people and the rest of, us, the, of the ecosystem. Hmm. But they are likely to be able to construct this technological Noah's Ark, which is probably what much of the elite is, is counting on.
0: Now, think about this for a second. The oh. Anthropocene is listed on the World Economic Forum as the, as the time period they want to enter us into. And in the Bible it says, "As in the days of Noah," Matthew chapter twenty-four. It says, "For as in the days of Noah, that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took away all of them, uh, all took them all away. So shall also the the coming of the Son of Man be." I want people to understand um, that you've all know. Harari just said the elites want to remove humanity. They're going to build a technological Noah's Ark that they will be able to survive the Anthropocene. Yeah, and we won't. His name is Noah. Yeah, as in the days of Noah.
2: That's interesting. His name is
0: Noah. In Hebrew, it means Jubal. These are all just a lot of coincidences. Jubal is uh, means. Jubal means the son of the Jubal of the Bible is the first is the son of the first sexually perverse person in the Bible by the name of Lamech in Genesis. So it's 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 son of it's descendant of Cain, Mm -hmm. and then Noah, as in the days of Noah. And then his last name, Harari, means mountain. So it's like a descendant of Cain, as in the days of Noah, goes to the top of the mountain. And you see, you see, um, you have oh. the, the Tower of Babel was being constructed, and CERN's like the modern Tower of Babel. CERN was being constructed, the, the Tower of Babel was being constructed, and what happened is that these people were communicating very effectively, and God said, stop it. He confused their language. They could no longer communicate well. Thus, they didn't complete the Tower of Babel. Then God flooded the earth and removed uh, the people from the planet who were corrupt. Yeah. And fallen angels came down to earth and made it with humans to create this race called the Nephilim. And now these people, you've all know Harari today, they're wanting to, they're wanting to use RNA-modifying nanotechnology to, create, to corrupt the seed of God mm. and to create their own new race of people. And he oh, talks man. about this they openly.
2: Human 2.0 is what they call
0: it. He says this. It's transhumanism. Yeah. And he's, but they're doing like a reverse of the Ark. It's like the, Satan does everything in reverse. Yeah. So they're wanting to flood the earth to remove. He counterfeits God. Right. Yeah. So Yuval keeps talking about humanity splitting into two biological castes. Listen to this. This will make you vomit.
5: Humankind might split into biological casts. And for the first time in history, it will be possible. And he probably, he's
0: saying this to Pamela Anderson and a bunch of elites. Here we go
5: to translate economic inequality into biological inequality. The big question is what kind of gods we will be. Will we be merciful and wise <laughs> gods? Or Come will on. we be uh, petty, vengeful I, I, I and irresponsible gods? <laughs> Not
6: good. Please welcome Yuval Noah Harari.
1: Harari's first book got some heavy-duty endorsements.
6: The other book that I really enjoyed, a book by an Israeli author.
0: Barack Obama, MIT, Stanford, Harvard—the world's intellectual elite—all look talks. up to him. And by the way, if you're out there thinking about going to Harvard, if you're thinking, "Man, what kind of people have graduated from Harvard that I I, I could like aspire to be like?" Who calls Harvard home? Who could I aspire to be like? Well, you got uh, Jeffrey Epstein. He was big connected to harvard up until 2018 klaus schwab klaus schwab finished up at harvard good job klaus schwab good job epstein you might say well who else well charles lieber the guy that made the rna modifying nanotechnology that fulfills the book of revelation mark of the beast technology he graduated from harvard
2: the one that got paid fifty thousand dollars a month by the
0: ccp they should put that on a commercial for harvard oh yeah that'd be a great like recruiting commercial i know it's a lot of information is is that is it helping at all i'm just trying to to get all the information out there
1: It's very helpful, and that's why everybody has to go to Reawaken America because you're on the stage there, and you've got guest after guest after guest that is giving this kind of information. And didn't you invite Klaus Schwab to come and speak? I did.
0: I've I've invited Klaus Schwab, and you all know Harari, to to do a question and answer. And I'd just be very clear. I'm I'm being sincere when I say this. If they were to come to the event, what I would do is I would say, uh, Klaus, Hello. Yuval. Hello. Okay. Guys, grab a chair up here. Okay. This is Klaus. This is Yuval. Over here, this is General Flynn. Over here. Okay. And this is Simone Gold. She just got out of prison. How you doing, Simone? Good to see you. Okay. And what we're going to do is I'm going to have a Q&A. I'm going to uh, the audience ask you guys questions. But before we get started, I'm going to ask the, the first questions, and then we're going to open up the audience. Yeah. So Klaus Schwab, when you say that, the, the, well, you say that the, the difference of the fourth industrial revolution is it doesn't so much change what you're doing for a living, it changes you if you take the gene editing. Please explain what that means. I just let him talk about it. Okay. You all know, Harari, when you say you want to upgrade humans into gods, what, what go ahead and tell us more about this. Okay. Klaus Schwab, when you say that the Great Reset, um, you know, is, is your book, the, the, you, know, you said the global food systems may be disrupted. When you talk about uh, implementing, a, kind of moving into a new time period, they're uh, fundamentally changing the world as we know it. Tell us, what does that do to all the listeners here? <laughs> okay. and then back to Yuval, I'd say, Yuval, um, you've said that humans are hackable animals. I'd just like to you to maybe, I'm going to bring up Carl from the stage and explain to Carl here why he's a hackable animal. Okay, that's great. And then final question, um, you know, how often, I mean, when you guys are, maybe we would have the Holy Spirit in us. What's in you guys? Like, do you guys have, is it? Is it a, form of wood glue is it is it satan is it what, what is that and then after that i would open it up to general flynn i'd ask him some questions that's a audience ask these guys any questions you want yeah and i would make, keep them safe i'd have security yeah. there. awesome panel i'd keep it's i'd beautiful. have security top notch yeah because these people they are unaccountable. and if you go to uh the, I give, as an example let me just give an example if you go to youtube right now and you type in world economic this is this blows my mind if you type in world uh health organization. And you uh, go there and you click on the channel Inside. right now. I'm going to go there right now. And uh, you click on videos. There is a total, uh, the last video they put out that this is four days ago from, uh, this is four days ago. This is, the, 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 this is an update about Monkeypox, Omicron. It has 7.3,000 views total And these people are trying to tell the entire world what to do with their health. And there are 7.3 thousand people total that are watching.
2: Dropping the bucket.
0: And people always say, How do you know this stuff? I'm like, I suffer through it. And it's so painful to listen to. We
1: are seeing an increase, a continued increase in case detections of COVID 19.
0: Get out of here, Dr. Maria Van Kerkhove. Uh, So I encourage everybody, go to time2freeamerica.com to request those tickets to the Reawaken America Tour. Again, that's Uh, time2freeamerica.com. Final kind of quick updates for you. If you're out there listening today and you want a copy of my new book, Uh, It's it's free. You can download it for free at time2freeamerica.com. It's called the Great Reawakening versus the Great Reset. You can download it for free at time2freeamerica.com. Two, if you want to watch the documentary series about the Reawaken America tour, you can watch it for free by going to to time2freeamerica.com. Time2freeamerica.com. And third, is if you want to buy tickets to the Reawaken America tour, we have just under 100 tickets left for New York for the Reawaken America tour. You can claim your tickets for the Idaho, Washington event in September and October. We're going to Pennsylvania. So again, New York, we're going there in about a week and a half. Claim those tickets at time2freeamerica.com. And you can always name your price. And uh, thank you so much for carving out time for, for me to be here with you guys today. I really do appreciate you.
1: You guys are a kick and we love you. We love you in Canada as well as uh, us dual citizens love you because you're American and you're saving the day. And you do it with a little bit of humor, but it is pretty. it is oh. pretty intense. I thank you. I'm going to see you there up in New York. Uh, God bless you, Clay. Aaron, it's wonderful to have had you on the show. You guys are amazing. And have fun being on uh, Alex, uh, you know, on the, the whole thing with. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, no, and I, I'll tell you, folks, if you, if you want to come out to an event that's intense, like we're all out camping, you're going to love the Reawaken yeah. America Tour. Get those tickets at time2freeamerica.com.
1: <laughs> you are. Okay. God bless. Thank you guys Take so care. much. Bye-bye. Take care. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked, and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support.
0: today on Laura Lin and Friends.
3: And now I believe that if they try to impose more lockdowns and more vaccine passport this fall or next uh, winter, that would be more difficult because we'll have more people on our side and our, <laughs> our French minority is growing and with acceptable views right now. So that's why we need to do that fight and we need to recognize who were there when we needed them. The Conservative Party of Canada was not there. They approved everything that Trudeau did. They said yes for the vaccine passport at the federal level. Polyev did the same thing. They were not there when we needed them to fight for our rights.
1: One of my favorite people of all time is waiting in the background and, and has been waiting. And this guy is, um, he's absolutely a gift to Canada. And the price that he has paid in order to stand up for what's going on with us right now well he's been arrested and he's spoken out he hasn't been afraid to stand with the people and he is the leader of the people's party of canada his name is maxime bernier maxime welcome to the show
3: (laughs) i'm very pleased to be with you thank you very much for having me today and uh, i believe that you know it's a tough time right now for freedom fighters but i strongly believe that we'll be able to win that battle
1: it really is a tough time and you know maxime uh uh, we just heard them talking all about you know know, paul schwab and all of this this. i know that you're very aware of all of that but we have a problem in canada we have our um we have our medical authorities being paid way too much. Like I announced yesterday, how much uh, uh, Dr. Hinshaw in Alberta is making, 365,000 or something dollars. Then she got a bonus kickback of 200 and I don't know, well over, yeah, it was 19,000 a month. You know, this is just so absolutely wrong, Maxime. Uh, You know, what are we gonna do?
3: Yes, absolutely. Uh, these uh, people did not help us uh, Canadians. And uh, I don't understand why they received the bonuses for what they did. Uh, you know, all that, we all know that after more than two years, that all their advisors were not based on science. And we have the facts now that is proving that. And I don't understand why they received a, a huge compensation for that a huge compensation for imposing lockdowns and violating our Charter of Rights. Uh, It's a scandal, and uh, I believe that it's the same thing here in Quebec also. Uh, It's our money. We are broke. This country, we have a huge deficit, and now we are paying by the inflation tax. As you know, it's about 8% inflation, but the real inflation must be around 12%, and we are paying right now for all these expenses And so it's us, the people that are paying for that. And these people didn't work for us and with us during that pandemic.
1: Yeah. You know, um, Maxime, a lot of money has uh, been spread around and I believe a lot of people have been paid in order to put forward what we've had happen in Canada. And we're watching as a woman that needs a lung transplant. Now she can't get it because she refuses to take the jab. We have farmers that are not being able to get their loans because they supported the Freedom Convoy. Sometimes it feels like Canada's lost Maxime.
3: Yes, you have a point there, Lorraine and you know uh, Tamara Lynch and all these Freedom Fighters that were there when we needed them. Uh, now they are paying for that. They are paying, they are in jail for nothing. And you're doing that in a a territorial uh, country. We're not supposed to do that here in Canada. I was a a political dissident, and I was in jail for 12 hours in Manitoba, uh, Tamara Lynch for more than 40 days, uh, pastor, uh, other pastors all across the country, the same thing. Uh, That's why I don't recognize our country. And that's why we, I'm very proud to be with them. And I was with them during the convoy. And you were there also, Loraline, And that was all propaganda when the media told the Canadians that we were a bunch of racists and xenophobes. No, we were real Canadians fighting for our rights and our freedoms. And that was, that was not for me a protest. That was a kind of a, Celebration, celebration of our freedoms, and actually that happened a couple of weeks after the freedom convoy, because all the mandates at the provincial level when uh, was lifted after the convoy. So that convoy and and all the uh, the rallies, the rallies that you did, Loraline also in uh, in Vancouver in B.C. and and you're traveling across the country, that that was helping to build that uh, strong minority. And now I believe that if they try to impose more lockdowns and more vaccine passport this fall or next uh, winter, that would be more difficult because we'll have more people on our side and our, our French minority is growing and with acceptable views right now. So that's why we need to do that fight and we need to recognize who were there when we needed them. The Conservative Party of Canada was not there. They approved everything that Trudeau did. They said yes for the vaccine passport at the federal level. Polyev did the same thing. They were not there when we needed them to fight for our rights. And uh, that you can count on, on me on the BPC. That's why we are doing politics differently, as you know, based on principles and on convictions. And the more we speak about what we believe, the more support we will have and that's happening step-by-step. Step. Here
1: that says court documents reveal Canada's travel ban had no scientific basis. And of course we know this, but all the evidence is now coming out, Maxime. It's they, they can't run. They can't hide. Uh, children have gotten way behind in school. They've been traumatized. Uh, suicides are up and uh, you know, now Trudeau, is off in Costa Rica having a vacation, uh, some me time apparently, and we remain in in a very bad state with a lot of things going wrong. And I think his approval rate now is something like nine percent. Isn't this is about the worst that it could be for any prime minister?
3: I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> you know uh, what Justin Trudeau is doing to our to our country, to us, and imposing his socialist philosophy with the NDP, with the help of the NDP. uh, It's very bad, and that's why we are in a tough time. But that's not only about the economy. It's about also a cultural war that we must do. Uh, You know, it's uh, in Canada, they're teaching, as you know, you know that better than myself, Laura Lynn. They're teaching our kids that they may not be a little boy, may not be a little boy or a little girl, may not be a little girl. There's two sex and that's it. That's based on science. But that's a cultural war that we, we must do with wokeism everywhere, in journalism, um, in politics, uh, in the big corporations, socialism everywhere. And, uh, you know, I believe that the truth will be out there, like that piece from Rupa. Actually, I tweeted about that this morning. Yes, all that vaccine passport that Trudeau imposed on unvaccinated people, we were not able to travel freely in our country by plane, train, or boat. That was not based on science. That was political science. And Trudeau just wanted to punish us because we don't, we don't uh, believe in his uh, philosophy. So now the truth is out there and the time is on our side. I believe that uh, we will be able to win that battle, but Pluto will be there maybe for another two or three years. So we have to be vigilant. And that's why for us as as a political party, we'll have a little bit more time to build our party and being ready for the next election. And we will start that freedom and common sense revolution uh, that will be the beginning of a, a new Canada after Justin Trudeau.
1: You know, um, Maxime, one of the things I appreciate about you is that you say things that no other politician will say that's running for leadership in Canada. Um, okay, I'm going to get in trouble from Rod Taylor. He always says, you say no, nobody else, you know. Uh, But Rod Taylor, uh, leader of the Christian Heritage Party, he does uh, stand up for a lot of things. But you know, Maxine, you are right up there. You're a contender. You have, um, you're really battling for this nation. You haven't always believed certain things. And yet you're standing very strongly for freedom. And when you say a boy is a boy, a girl is a girl, can you imagine Pierre Polyev being clear on this right now? in the Conservative Party of Canada as he runs for the leadership?
3: No, no, Laura won't, because it's not popular to speak about that today. And, you know, like it was not popular to speak for our freedoms two years ago. Pierre Pierre Polyev didn't say anything at that time, and he was speaking when it was popular to speak for our freedoms in February of uh, this year, last uh, February, after the Freedom Convoy. So now it's not popular to speak about that, so he won't. It's like, you know, saying we must reopen the abortion debate in Canada. It's not popular to speak about that. We are the only countries and nations that didn't have a a legislation on abortion. You can have an abortion two hours before giving birth here in Canada. But Poliev won't speak about that. He is okay with the status quo, and he said that he's a, pro-choice politician. For us, at the People's Party, we are welcoming pro-life people and pro-choice people as candidates, and that will be their decision. And I believe that we need to reopen that debate because what is happening right now, when you have late-term abortion, it's a murder, and that must stop. And we are the only one that is speaking about that because it's important. If you believe in life, if you believe in, in freedom, you must be able to stop these murders that are happening uh, at late-term abortion. And I'm against that. The party won't have a position on that. That would be a free vote for everybody. And it's a question of conscience. I understand that. But we must not be afraid to speak about that. But Poliev and the Conservatives, they are afraid of the mainstream media. Now it's uh, very trendy to, to be pro-choice for everything. And so that's why, that's why, you know, for me, the conservative, I said that three, four years ago, is intellectually and morally corrupt because they have the name conservative, but they don't speak about real conservative policies and they don't promote real conservative values. They're doing politics based on survey and on polling. They're not leading, they're following the population but a survey and a poll, it's the position of a population a day, the day that you are doing that. So <laughs> one day when you do that poll, but what we must do, we must speak about what we believe openly with passion and conviction, and we will have more support. And actually, Lauren, that happened for us. We started the party in 2018 at 0%, our first election in 2019 at one6 the last election, uh, September 2021, 5%. We are growing because we are speaking about the truth based on facts and people understand that we won't change. We are always saying the same thing and we have a strong platform based on four principles. So we will always follow that. But answering your question about Poliev, Poliev won't speak about these issues because they are not popular. And his only goal is to be prime minister. And when he'll be prime minister, He he will govern, looking at the polls and the focus group, so without any conviction. So that's why I'm saying to people, don't waste your vote. Vote for your values, vote for what you believe, and you will have more chances to have what you want.
1: Maxime, millions of Canadians agree with you. They might be silent. It might be politically unpopular. It might be something that not many people want to put on their Facebook because, you know, they'll, they'll get somebody saying, oh, you shouldn't talk about that. But you're bringing back talking about issues. You're bringing back, you know, coming to a place of good conversation about what is important in this nation. I don't know how we got to the place where it's not okay to ask questions. That's how we've allowed this COVID narrative to take over our land. That's how we've allowed this uh, vaccine mandate because nobody wants to ask questions or, you know, have any problem with anyone. Canadians are learning from you not to be so polite, but to be those who speak the truth and want to hear the truth as well. And I I really honour that. What do you think about uh, some rumours about maybe... Justin Trudeau wanting to have another election. I, I was very shocked by that. I don't see why he would do that. But have you got any thoughts on it?
3: Yes, yes, absolutely. I believe that we won't be an election this fall. Uh, I hope we can have an election as soon as possible because we must be able to vote and to say to Justin Trudeau goodbye as soon as possible. But you know, we have a coalition government, a socialist coalition government. With uh, the Liberals and the NDP. And I don't believe that would be an election because the NDP will always support Justin Trudeau. Uh, they don't have a lot of money in the bank, and so they're not so popular in the polls. So that's in their advantage to support Trudeau. So I believe that this fall we won't have an election. And also the Conservative Party of Canada doesn't want an election. They won't say that, but they they don't want an election, they will have a new leader, They want to have more time to, to present the leader to the Canadian population. So if we have an election, I believe it can be only earlier next year, but also we can be uh, with Trudeau until 2025, 2025. So we'll see what will happen. But yes, that uh, uh, rumors about an election this fall, I don't believe it.
1: Uh, the People's Party of Canada Uh, is something very unique, uh, Maxime. Uh, Do you believe you're still uh, ahead of the curve? Because I I believe you were ahead of your time with what happened. You didn't know that the tyranny of the WEF and these crazy people that through the UN are putting in the SDGs, um, you, you didn't, necessarily like all of us understand that there was some sort of very strange thing to put in uh, you know sustainable development goals that will eliminate the use of carbon or bring it down uh, the nitrogen at this point but yet you knew something was wrong how did you get to that place Maxime you've been watching Canada for a long time did you begin to see signs that something was more wrong than just even the party you were in, something greater and bigger.
3: The deep state. I was a minister under the Harper government, and I can tell you, I did everything to have more freedom for businesses, more deregulation. But uh, I understand that the civil servant, that's not their goal. Their goal, they always want to have more government, more regulation to try to control us. So that's our civil servant in Canada. But it's the same thing all across the Western world. And so they want to have more power. That's why the UN, the World Economic Forum, is there and try to impose their philosophy on us. And, you know, if some people uh, don't believe that we can have a world government, that's the end goal. And I believe it can happen not tomorrow, not in 10 years, maybe in 20 years or 30 years, I don't know because look at the history of Europe. In 1951, they signed a treaty to have a free trade agreement uh, in between uh, European countries. And that was the first uh, European agreement treaty in 1951. And after that, they signed more treaties, more treaties. And the last one was the Maastricht one in 1993. And so they created the uh, European Parliament. And now you have a supranational organization that is telling other governments, national governments, what to do. And so that's a supranational government. Uh, And so that's why the British voted against uh, that and for Brexit. They wanted to keep their sovereignty. And that's happening with you. And They started that with free trade agreement and they, they were giving more and more power to Bruxelles to the to the uh, economic union and you have a supranational government in Europe and the goal for the World Economic Forum and for the UN is to have something a same thing like that at the world level, a supranational government. We are against that. We are always fighting for our sovereignty. We want to put our country first and Canadian first, and that can happen. Maybe not tomorrow. But, you know, that happened in Europe, so it can happen around the globe. Uh, so that's why you have to be vigilant, and that's why we want not sign, sign the Paris Accord on climate change. We want not uh, sign the migration compact coming from the UN. These organizations are socialist organizations, globalists, that want, that, that, uh, want to impose their, their socialist views on us. We are a sovereign country and we must fight for our people, not for the UN or the World Economic Forum.
1: Maxime, I always like getting your perspective on uh, world events as well. Um, it's very scary right now with China actually threatening war with the United States because of Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. Uh, I know that you have been one who travels you know, to other countries. Uh, what do you think about the state of the U.S. and all that Biden is doing, uh, it, the, the economy, the, all of the migrants coming up? What, what is your perspective on what is happening there?
3: But, you know, I'm focusing on our country, on Canada, but also I can look what what is happening in the, U- in the U.S. And yes, they have a migration uh, crisis, and we have the same thing in our country. The media, the mainstream media, (laughs) don't want to speak about it. But look at the Roxham Road in Quebec; they are entering illegally in our country Uh, every day. It's that that road; it's still open illegally. They are crossing our borders. So, and same thing happened in the U.S. You must fix that. You know, it must be a privilege to be a Canadian. It must be a privilege to be a U.S. citizen. And so, Biden is not doing anything there. Uh, Same thing for the inflation. Uh, US Americans are, are, you know, the inflation is US, in US it's about 9%, here in Canada about 8%. And, you know, they are printing money out of thin air, uh, financed by the Fed, the Federal Reserve in the US. That's why Biden can have these uh, huge deficit. Same thing in Canada, we are following the same bad policy. Trudeau did that. The Bank of Canada was and is still the ATM machine for the federal government when you print more money, you have more money chasing fewer goods, you have inflation. And that's why we have inflation in US, that's why we have inflation in Canada. Uh, so the Biden administration is doing the same thing than the Trudeau administration. So for me, my fight is in Canada to be sure that Trudeau won't be there next time, but I'm looking at the US politics and I'm looking at the midterm election. And you know I hope that the Republican, Will do well and i believe they will
1: yes yes we hope so i think it'll be better for canada as well uh uh, maxime uh, i won't keep you too much longer i know you're very busy but um this recession people are very afraid gas is so high diesel is like a nightmare and my husband and i are traveling um and it's the worst possible time. We're asking the good Lord, how did we end up traveling when diesel is record high? Uh, But also people are beginning to have problems with just, you know, uh, groceries and household items. It's quite bad. Uh, Do you think that we're in for some rough waters economically?
3: You know, I believe so. It's sad, but we are, in that for maybe not so long time but uh, a couple of other months uh, uh, you know it's because of bad policies uh, f- you know all these uh, uh, climate change emergency uh, and uh, net zero emission of carbon so that's why you know we we have these kind of problems with all, and you add to that the printing money of, out of thin air so we need to pay for this huge deficit and we are paying right now so that can be a tough time. But I believe that people will look for a real alternative when you you have difficulty and the economy is not going well. Uh, you know, instead of voting for the, the same two main political establishment parties, liberals or conservative, you may look at the real alternative and we are there. We will always be there for Canadians and fighting for them. So that's why I believe that this uh, party will grow and will have a freedom voice in parliament after the next election. But that being said, before that, we must be vigilant. And yes, the, we, uh, we are not in a recession right now in Canada, but they are in a recession in the US officially right now. So I, I understand that we will be in a recession this fall. And, uh, and that's uh, a tough time for us. We must uh, stick together and fight for what we believe openly all together. And that's why I'm very pleased about what you're doing, Laureline. You're very popular. And uh, I'm very pleased that I had the opportunity to speak to you and to your viewers today. So let's stay in touch. And thanks for what you're doing.
1: Thank you, Maxime. And please say hello to Catherine. And thank you for all you're doing, sir. We'll talk to you again. One thing that uh, many people might not know about Maxime Bernier is he has a tremendous sense of humor. He is always so serious on his interviews, uh, but there's nothing I like more than in the times when I've run for the party or I've been somewhere and there's something going on uh, when Maxime's there. And to hear some of the stories uh, of what has happened, you know, in his political uh, career, it, it just is really heartwarming. He's true blue. He's authentic, he has a heart. And did you hear that everyone? He believes that the abortion ba- debate should be open in Canada. And I think we, we need to highlight what a miracle that is. We had Stephen Harper with the Conservative Party of Canada stating that he was pro-life. What did he do? Even with a majority government, not a darn thing about it not a thing 100,000 babies per year are taken out they will never see their destiny and nobody will talk about it really I don't want to be a part of not having conversations that need to happen and I don't want a political leader that will not have the conversations that need to happen do you think that your opinion matters? I think our opinions matter. I think that if you are pro life, that matters. And you know what's offensive? It's offensive that, you you know, we all walk on eggshells. Don't put up anything on our social media. We bring it up carefully with friends we know feel the same or mm, don't bring it up in front of Auntie Martha because maybe she'll have a flip out at Christmas because you want to save babies don't talk about it here's Maxime Bernier saying the debate needs to be open do you know why it does because millions of Canadians do believe exactly what Maxime Bernier said you cannot take the life of your baby and that is legal to do two hours two weeks even, even two months before it's born, the baby is moving. Do you know at 18 days, the heart is beating? 18 days after conception, the heart is beating. And I'm sorry. We have more people upset about killing baby seals. More people upset about, you know, uh, CO2 and cows. You know, we want to take out the cows. Oh, you know, farmers have been ordered to, you know, uh, you know, do all kinds of horrible things. I think that killing's wrong. Why? Why is there a culture of death that it's okay to just do these things? It's outrageous. It's outrageous that, that a woman can carry a child and literally up to when it's born, we have not one law in Canada. I bet you're listening to me and you might even be pro-choice, but you're hearing what I'm saying and you agree right? You do. Because you also know that would be wrong. You might be someone who has said, well, you know, my body, my choice, except it's actually somebody else's body you're carrying and have been entrusted with. Put that aside. You've been the kind that would say, you know, you just think that people should have a choice. What happens? You can't make people have that baby. Oh, yeah, because I've heard so many women who said, I deeply regret that I've had my child. I deeply regret. Why did I have little Harry? Why did I have him? He's been a nightmare. You know, I mean, that's like one in a million women. I mean, and maybe your kid's, uh, you know, a serial killer or something. And maybe, yeah, maybe that kid. All right. You can make a case. But what's interesting is that most mothers, even if they are the mother of a serial killer, They, it will go down. It's just like Ted Bundy, right, JT? We always laugh at this. Ted Bundy's mother, you know, she was like, he was such a good boy, you know, and she couldn't see it at all. And I don't know what happens to people like that. Anyways, lest I digress, all I'm saying is very rarely will a mother ever, ever say, I wish I'd never had these kids. You know, they've just been a thorn in my side since they came. No, 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 no. Rather, you feel like I couldn't, imagine life without this child. I couldn't imagine my life without this beautiful baby. Do you know where regret comes in for the man and the woman is abortion regret. And that is where that's the kind of pain that never goes away. I do pray that God's healing, of course, can step in In those kinds of instances but when you have regret over something that you've done that never goes away can't we have this discussion is it really so okay has humanity sunk to such a low that we cannot discuss that there needs to be laws in place for the protection of babies So there's no late-term abortions, and don't tell me that they're rare because I have seen statistics and they're not as rare as you think. Women sometimes wait quite a while, and I don't know why that is, because you would think if you're pregnant, it's not a good time, you'd maybe go get that abortion right away. But that's not always the case. It's not always the case. I personally believe that the Word of God says Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. He said that to Jeremiah. Doesn't that indicate that there was a destiny for that little person to live and fulfill? All right. I want to show you something here. Uh, We're going to play 22. It's a very short clip. Uh, An army veteran is arrested for causing anxiety after sharing swastika pride flag memes online. Take a look.
6: So, a man is a, man, a perfectly peaceful war veteran is being handcuffed for a Facebook post by a politically motivated police force. He's being handcuffed. He's not resisted, he's not done anything. This is a man who served our country, and you people are a disgrace serving an ideology that you're doing. This is an ordinary human being. I
5: think you're tyrants. I think you should not be doing this. You're infringing my human rights and my freedom of speech under section 8 and 10 of the ECHR. You have to
3: okay. a yeah. yeah. Uh,
5: so you uh, yeah go. Just they don't here. care.
6: They just don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They're brown shirts.
5: Is, is this the Gestapo? Seriously? Yeah,
6: it is the Gestapo. This is how it began. This is the Gestapo, the Stasi, the Czech, of every political police force has ever existed. That's exactly what people in... Occupied Nazi Germany and whatnot these people. We're in 1937, 1938 pretty much. They're just, all, they're, all they're doing is proving the point. Yeah, I've that's that's that. all they're doing is they're proving the point. And they're all going to be famous as a result of it.
5: Luke, Luke. Bullying, Luke. harassment, Luke. intimidation. anything like that need No. money or
6: a charge
5: or anything like that? No. Okay, that's fine. Do you have numbers written down somewhere of
6: people you want to come here? my head. Perfect. Yeah, I'm a right. British Army veteran. Okay. Yeah, That's you should not be easy, doing right? this to me. Okay. I expect my freedom speech. Yeah, this is, wrong. This is absolutely wrong. Look what you're doing in front of all my neighbours. Really? Seriously? For a Facebook yeah. post.
1: So, the crazy thing about this is, everyone, that you can burn an American flag, uh, you can uh, burn down buildings, In the world, you can do all kinds of things, but if you I think he caused anxiety after sharing an inappropriate something someone might not agree with, but he shared it, a meme online. They came to his home and arrested him. That that is very interesting, you know. Um, because what people think is hate now hate speech. And I, I don't actually know what, what he shared. I mean, I, I don't have that. I, I would, I would like to have that, but the whole point is we're getting into an area in the world where if you are exercising your free speech and if somebody doesn't like what you have to say. And we know how our prime minister in Canada is. He wonders how long the unvaccinated should be tolerated. And oh, yes, in Canada, we are all Muslims, he said. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Um, before we go, number 92 uh, hospital closures are happening. I think this is pretty crazy. Uh, I'm not sure if you're experiencing anything. I would like to hear from you if you are actually experiencing this, this, but these past few weeks, something Canadians aren't used to seeing has been happening. Hospitals have been closing. This is nuts, you guys. Sometimes it's overnight. Sometimes it's for a weekend. It could be the ER department or another section of the hospital. It's happening in Ontario, Alberta, in British Columbia, In Manitoba you name it and here's a crazy statistic when it comes to Manitoba the past long weekend a third of all non-urban hospitals were shut down throughout the province anyone think something's wrong with that and let's face it crazy as an appropriate word is is this a normal is this a and let's face it crazy is an appropriate word sorry is this a normal phenomenon is this something that people have been used to seeing over the years no of course not of course this is not good these hospitals are about a 30 minute drive away from each other there is clearly a reason they were constructed where they were when they were because the communities had a need for them so what do you guys all think What, what do you think is happening here why are hospitals closing down Is there not enough doctors? I know flights are in complete chaos. A whole bunch of people are actually not going back to work. Um, There seems to be, you know, uh, not enough manpower because what have they done to us? I also want you to know if you're on my Facebook page that you should go to the scientific publications and case reports as put out by Dr. Paul Alexander Here is a collection of peer-reviewed case reports and studies citing adverse effects post-COVID vaccination. It's 1,250-plus COVID vaccine publications and case reports. Dr. Paul Alexander is saying to share this en masse. I am going to send this immediately. Uh, To uh, Aaron so that we can get it into the descriptions of the shows wherever you post this so you can find it there But if you're on my Facebook, Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson, go to my public figure page. You will find it there I want to thank all of you for your amazing friendship your kindness for all that you do with us and for us for your encouragement for your kindness um for supporting us supporting us when uh your funds are tight and I, I appreciate that. I really, really do. I appreciate that at this hour, it matters where you put your money. And it matters to me that you think that we're significant enough to help us to do what we do. Because mainstream media will not tell you the truth. And we aim to tell you nothing but the truth. If I recommend someone, it's because I think they are worth your time and your while and that they are people of integrity. And I try to get that right. I wanna go to Lamentations three today. This is an entire chapter where it says, I am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of the Lord's wrath. I wonder if we understand that the bad things that sometimes happen are not simply because oh random chance you know it's just like something just happened sometimes it's by the rod of the Lord's wrath when God institutes justice on a land he has to deal with the improprieties and the sin he needs to do that so that there will be a better day a day that brings about cleansing to that land he has driven me away and made me walk in darkness rather than light indeed he has turned his hand against me again and again all day long have you ever felt that i have sometimes i don't feel it right now by the way But in this nation, I wonder what he's up to. Um, There's times when God disciplines us personally where bad things just keep happening. It's like nothing's peaceful. There seems to be disruptions. It seems like God is bringing discipline to your life to try to highlight something that's happening because he doesn't want you to fall into sin because when you do, it could have eternal consequences. Because he loves you, he disciplines us. And as a father disciplines his child, that's what God does. Now I'm gonna get to a good part here and that's why I'm reading this. He has made my skin and my flesh grow old and has broken my bones. He has besieged me and surrounded me with bitterness and hardship. He has made me dwell in darkness like those long dead. Now, it kind of goes on with more stuff like that. Really sad, really bad, really depressing. But I want to take you down to verse 19, where it says, I remember my affliction and my wondering, the blameless, the bitterness and the gall. I will remember them. And my soul is downcast within me. Yet. This I call to mind, listen to this part too, and therefore I have hope because of the Lord's great love we are not consumed, for His compassion never fails. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O God. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him. In the one who seeks him, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the difficulties while he is young. If your hope is in God, He will be your refuge and your strength. He will not leave you in that place. But if you sense in your life that there is some things that God is dealing with, do you know what I always say? Repent quickly, get back on track. The moment you ask for God's forgiveness, it is done. As far away as the east is from the west, that's how far He removes your sin from you. They that wait, on the good Lord will find justice and forgiveness. God bless you, I'll see you tomorrow. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice.